As I say, thanks for tuning in now, live on Highland Radio, or back via the podcast. Thanks, Michaela, there for a news update. And, of course, the the legendary DJ that is Ivan Borland on the power are there. On the, DD, on the DL debate this evening, uh, we are going to review, of course, all the GNU stories of the week. Soon we'll hear from hurling boss Mickey McCann after his side's defeat to Wicklow in O'Donnell Park yesterday. 11 points to 2.24, a tough defeat for Donegal in Division 2B. Uh, we're also going to talk to ATU football boss uh, Maxie, uh, Maxie Curran, of course, his brother, brother Barney Curran in charge of the ATU. They won the Lynch Cup at the weekend. Uh, phenomenal a victory, two games, a semi-final and a, and a, and a final victory in the Connick Centre of Excellence there, taking the cup back to Letterkenny. Fair play to them. Max is going to give us an update on that weekend. I'm going to speak with Eamon McGee uh, over the saga of our academy. It's a, it's a tough subject for a lot of people, but seeing as it's out there, I wanted a discussion with him and what he felt about it and uh, put the matter I suppose in some way to bed and move on from it. Now, Eamon was to join me in studio, but he had to train the under-20s uh, tonight, so I caught up with him earlier on Zoom, and I'll be playing that for you shortly. But first of all, I, say I want to turn our attention to the Donald Park yesterday. I was out there uh, looking in on proceedings, and uh, Donegal, as I said, had a very tough day out against a very talented uh, Wicklow team and after the match. I caught up with the boss of Donegal, Mickey McCann. Here's what they say. Today, uh, you won the McGurk Cup during the week. We came into this uh, uh, game with a defeat to Meath in the league, but you're hoping for two points today, but really outplayed by a very physically strong and a very classy Wicklow side. Yeah, Brendan, there's only one team in it, to be honest, in the first 10 minutes. You, I sort of, before the match, I thought that the boys were, were switched on, you know, but um, 10 minutes in, you could see the body language just wasn't right, and it's hard to switch them on then. And look, we, there was only one team in it, Brendan, that looked a level above us. And, we just dropped down to that level again where, where we were, you know, times when we switch off. I know we're missing a few bodies, but um, you expect the boys on the pitch to, to, to put on a good shift and uh, look, the intensity just wasn't there and Wicklow just had far too much time in the ball and, and, and far too much space. And we just have to draw a line under it, you know, and maybe try and move on to next week and picked up another couple of injuries with Conor Garrett and Gavin Brown. So um, we're really, really struggling at the minute for bodies, but... Um, We'll take, take, take a go at Tyrone next week. We'll, we'll not be too bothered, whatever comes out of it, and we'll, we'll get up forward to the Nicky Rack and try to get some, some, some of the injuries read up, you know. Yeah, it's looking like Meath will top the group, and then you have two and three play for the next semi final. But as you said, Mickey, we were just speaking there, there's growth within this league for you without trying to go to 2A because our first couple of seasons there, you know, we faced relegation battles then we stabilised and we're fairly stable again, so that's progression for your squad at the minute Mickey, you are where you want to be, tough defeat today, but of course that Wicklow team coming down from 2A about 3 or 4 seasons ago, they're wanting to get back to that level and we're still, I suppose, growing at this level. Yeah, and Wicklow, when they get all their hurlers out, Brendan was saying earlier last year they, they're a bit disarray down there but um, they've all Embraer hurlers back and, and they're the strongest players available in the county and they're definitely a Division 2A team and look on our day we, we can put it up to them we, we did we meet but it's just getting that consistency you know and going to 2A when you meet the likes of Kerry or Offaly and all uh, you know, it, it might do you no good because we're a young team and we're building you know and 
I think 2B is a spot for us for a year or two, you know, maybe maybe down the line, but it's a, it's a massive step up to go to 2A. So to keep our status in 2B, we're happy enough. Um, not happy with the result today, you know, if we'd been bit by two or three points, it wouldn't have bothered me either way, but um, the attitude today wasn't good and it was something we're going to have to fix going into next week and into the Nicky record, but... Um, as it goes, we're, we're happy to keep our status there, and that's the most important thing. And, and as I say, I think we're just uh, we're not ready for two A yet, on my brand, so we'll not be too worried about a semi final yeah. spot. Yeah, let's build the championship. Like you, you, you mentioned there, you've moved five or six, maybe your starters out. Of course, you lost Declan Coulter uh, before this match today. Of course, your main scorer and chief and free taker. Uh, any update on them? You're saying we've thrown up next, Maggie, Maggie, but you're not that worried about. Uh, obviously that league position as long as you're stable so certainly be a matter of resting these guys getting them ready for the championship not so much uh, next week's game exactly we'll be taking no risks Brendan, and, and we can't afford it because the championship's only two weeks after that so um, look I'm saying whatever team takes the field against your own next week we'll be expecting to give everything and if it's enough we're in the semi-final if it's not as long as we get performance and just draw a line on to this week that's all you're looking for is about a as you say, just a rebound back from this week and, and back to your normal way of working and, and, and putting our shoulder to the wheel for one another. So um, I'd say next week's whatever about the result, as long as we get performance. But the, the players that's going to be starting, I've just been saying to them, they're expected, Bryn, to do the jersey about a pride and it'll be the same next week against Tyrone. And look, if, if, if it gets you over the lines, we'll take a semi-final, surely. But if it doesn't, so we have to move on to Fermanagh and hopefully we'll have all the bodies back come for that, you know. Yeah, it's always good, good to blood players. Like, I'm just thinking the one thing now, and I know as a manager you're, you're trying to digest this performance, but you could potentially meet Michael in the, in the Nicky record now. Now, there's nothing I think better than maybe a team thinking they have your number and then you come with a, you come with, a, with, with your best team back in championship and bring a different uh, element to the game altogether. Should that happen down the line? Yeah, and, and look, we, we, we showed nothing today, so they learned nothing from us. So there's, there's, more, there's more than us than that, and that's what we're just saying. And some days you get them days in sport, Brendan, where just nothing goes right and, the, and, and everything goes flat on you. And on the sideline, there's not much you can do. You, you have your prep done and your tactics, whatever, but um, when things go flat on the pitch, it, it's hard to, hard to fix on the day, you know. Um, but as I say, Wicklow with 20 point defeat, uh, I think when they come here in two, two, six weeks' times, maybe, um, we'll be in a better place with the boys back. And there's a lot more in the boys that played today, too. So uh, they definitely are a good side, and they're probably going to be the team to beat in the Nike record. But we'll be a lot closer to the next day. Bren, you'll be hoping you know. Yes, I would expect they will. No better man than Mickey McCann. Um, serious uh, improvement in our, our, our hurling teams and squad and pedigree since. He's been in charge and, and a, he was a great servant to Donegal as a, as a player as well and for Bert. Um, before we get to the Eamon McGee interview, I was just, I was just thinking about um, Donegal ladies, thinking about the ATU. They are in obviously a spot of baller, bottom of, of Division 1. Uh, they played Dublin this week and if they lose the game, Donegal desperately need a victory, but if they lose the game... Uh, and Meath and Mayo were to win their home games on Sunday against Waterford and Galway. Donegal would get relegated and hopefully now, uh, listen, we all know the talent that Dublin have at that level. It's a tough ask. We are at home though. It still is possible. So we're wishing Maxi and his charges all the best for that. Obviously another team that's haunted by a possible relegation is our Donegal men. They play Mayo this week in McCool Park. Uh, this Sunday at quarter to four you'll hear full Coventry of course from Oshin Kelly and Martin McHugh on the big game it's do or die there for Donegal they have to beat Mayo and a rampant Mayo that's going to be a massive occasion at McCool Park hopefully 
that uh, record we have there at McCool Park can, can swing it our way a bit like it did in the, with Kerry on the opening day. I think this is a much, much uh, bigger challenge, all the same. So, listen, after the break, we're going to hear this interview that I got with Eamon McGee earlier, and we concentrated mostly on the academy and the future. And I also threw a question to him about Donegal and Mayo on Sunday, and I'll play it after these breaks. Yes, welcome back to DL Debate. Now we have that interview, as I say, I got earlier today with one of our heroes of 2012, Eamon McGee. Yes, Eamon McGee, thanks a million for joining us. I say we're hoping to have you up in the studio, but of course you are uh, doing your thing with the under-20s this evening, so we've had to catch up earlier today via Zoom. How's things with you? Good, Brendan. Good man for ha- having me on here. Um, no, sorry, no. I can't be there in person now, but ah, just duty calls. I wanted to put that nice face of yours on the, on the camera and zoom it out tonight. But well, uh, we're, find, we're better off then if that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find it. We'll, we'll find a nice picture somewhere, uh, aiming of you and stick it up. Sure, they're all nice anyway. The man that made it under that famous uh, best-looking man in Ireland with the curls was not what you got in for, wasn't it? That's exactly what I got in for. That's the only thing I have over nailed in the three <laughs> authors now. <laughs> Very good, very good. Yeah, but listen, life's good with you. Of course, as we mentioned there, you're, you're fair play to you. You're coaching the, the under-20s, which is, which is massive, the young boys, and the likes of Leo uh, in there coaching that. You're, you're raising a family, and later Kenny here with the lovely Joanne, of course. Life's good. Busy? Ah, it's busy. It's busy to be now. I had them uh, I have them down in unions training now, so I think the, the young fella broke my heart, and he says he wants to buy a unions jersey, so... Uh... I says you'll have to talk to Rory about that because I'm happy buying it. Well, listen, Trasa is our wee boys decked out half the time in Ghidorah jerseys, so sometimes you have to suck it up with it, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But life, life's good, it's busy, and just, it's just kind of, it's nice to be involved with the, with the 20s. I enjoy kind of just starting off on the coaching journey, so I'm, in, yeah. I'm enjoying yeah. it. They're, they're great young fellas now. They're, uh, well, they well, just want to play for Donegal, and that's, that's, they're mad to play. Uh, and we're lucky to have you there. You know, people are talking about the next generation and, and promoting it. No one like our, you know, our heroes from 2012 to do that. I, I just remember from the 92 guys, lucky enough to play with uh, five or six of them and just the, the aura of those guys and, and what they had achieved. You know, once you go to that level, uh, Eamon, you know, your, your, I suppose your word and your presence just carried so much more. So we're, we're delighted with that, Eamon. Of course, one of your teammates has been in the news heavily this last while and that's me and you were, were texting over and back there this last while you were, you were tell, telling me about uh, I was on News Talk last week and then Cahill's yeah. article came out Eamon. so uh, we were texting over back and you know, we, we came together and we said listen why don't, why don't we talk this out and, and Eamon and, and, and talking it out and, and when we get to the end of this I really want, and I'm sure you're the same as me, to put it to bed and move on. But I think it would be, I suppose, uh, remiss of me not even to engage the subject, the fact that it's on the national. And I think yeah. from a Donegal perspective, we we need to learn lessons from it. But just your reading of the situation, Eamon, because you thought that, uh, from my perspective, I was trying to weigh up, I suppose, the balance in it, that, that you know, the two sides of it, Cahers, uh, article was very much uh, from Lacey's perspective because no one from uh, the county board would talk. But but you, mm-hmm. your feeling would be that Cahar's article was was correct. Yeah, yeah, I, I think. And now you have to say that I might be coming from a biased uh, perspective in terms. Of, you know, I, I've known Carol since we started off in the school excellence at under fourteen. We went to college together. You know, he's. He's a good mate of mine. One day, one day, all Ireland went on that journey together. So maybe my perspective is a bit skewed, and you, you, you might have the 
the real neutral viewpoint. But it's it's just that from from the from the information and wh- why I'd be so disappointed with this whole situation is that we the opportunity that we had here. I seen Ka- Carol and you know the vision he had laid out, and and I'm just so annoyed that we we've we've let this pass. And you know you're right in what you say. Eventually we'll have to pick up the tools again and and get on with it for you know for the sake of for the sake of Donegal J because you know Derry aren't doing it. Tyrone J are still getting on with things, so eventually we will. But hmm. for me, it was it was just very unfortunate the way the way it worked out with Carol. I, I thought that you know. He he had come in as a kind of what you would call it in kind of this fancy word culture. He was a cultural disruptor, and you know a lot of stuff what he was saying was kind of foreign, and you know it was new to a lot of the the, the county board members, and maybe they weren't happy. Maybe what weren't happy with certain things, and you know Carol has to realize he probably had to play the game a wee bit now, but. It's just that I feel it could have been worked over and yeah. it could have... It's just the opportunity that we had and where we are now. Like, we, as, as we touched upon a few times, we, we've won Crown Cup team, under-16 team, starting up a few weeks with no management in place. Yeah. And it's it's just that Donegal is just missing a beating. Basically, I'm like yourself, Brendan. All, all I want to do is for me and you to be sitting up in the Hogan stand or the Cusick stand, wherever. Um, you'll probably get good tickets with the media there now, but... The, I, I just want to look at Donegal consistently on the big days. You know, yeah. it doesn't mean that I have to be in there and on the sidelines. Like, just I want to be, you know, sitting up in Crow Park, watching, and you know, because I, I feel Donegal produced will always produce good players. But we, the the way we are now, we just we've got to structure it and the way things are going. Times are moving on. We we have to structure that process. And you know, a lot of counties are doing it. And Carol. To what what he was talking about and what he was doing, I feel it was going to be the best best about, not even one in the top five or whatever. It was going to be the best about in terms of the academy and the way people were buying into it. And it was just uh, it's just for me, it's just such a massive uh, missed opportunity here. Yeah, and and, and this, I mean, I suppose, and me and you texted and talked about this a bit. What what you're kind of saying to me was there maybe his his vision. Was a bit maybe you'd say you know too ambitious maybe is is that where you're kind of going there and my issue in this human is that when this kind of fell apart the attack on the on the county board and and blaming them for it it didn't make a lot of sense to me around why they would back Carl in terms of the initial setup there was a lot of money put into this and then somehow looked to prevent them succeeding like that's why I couldn't even I was yeah. trying to get my head around that but what's your feeling on that and and you know the, mon- the money issues raised his head several times in terms of the cost of the academy but this is this is the way of the world now nothing comes cheap um, I feel that Donegal not just in the academy perspective but overall have to get better at that you know if, if the likes of Kerry can Get good Dublin are a different animal because they they've got the commercial opportunities and you know population and all that. It's hard to compare Donegal to Dublin, but Donegal there there is avenues for us to go down, uh, and I don't think we're we're working or doing doing the right moves and and then that thing and and I, and I get you. I, I don't think anybody in the in the county board would actively work to 
what's the word, undermine Carol or anything. I just thought that his few steps forward were just that wee bit too much for her. And it goes back to that word, the cultural dis- disruptor. Um, that, that, that's what happens when someone comes in and tries to change things, trying to change the the, the viewpoints of people. And it's it's very, very like us when Jim, when Jim came in. Like we... We thought we knew how to train. We thought we knew how to play the game. But, you know, he had to just basically grab us by the neck and, and show us and, you know, show us how to train, show us how to play the game at a level that, you know, you're, you're, you're going to compete. And I, I feel that's what Carol was doing at underage. He was just, this is the way we've, we've got to run this academy. And this is what we're, this is what we're about. Um, yeah. because Donegal need this, you know, Tyrone have been on have a f- successful underage. Derry are starting to get their house in order. They're coming off a few good under underage teams, and you know we haven't really competed the way we should. And I th- and I feel that goes back to the point. We're always going to produce good players. D- Donegal, like since you know they dot have always produced players capable of doing it in the big day and performing in Crow Park, but. We've just got to make sure that we 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 structure it and put the put the right things in place now. Yeah, and listen, I mean, obviously, you know, it's under 14, 16, 15, 16 squads. They, they, they had a partnership with schools. You know, Carol was by all accounts setting up a, a, a first class setup. Uh, then there seemed to be this executive, I suppose, strained relationship that came about. Now, my mm-hmm. issue with this, Simon, is, as I say, the, the attack on the county board, and that's what me and you talked a bit about. Yeah. I just couldn't see why it was so one-sided. And and that statement that came out then, I thought was really, really cutting the, the loss of, of all confidence in the, in the governance. Um, and I was just thinking, why at that point, you know, and the coaches obviously signed off on that, what had caused yeah. things to go to that level? Um, it just seemed remarkable. And listen, you mentioned Tyrone there. And I know their schools and dairy schools and all that are, uh, are probably more producing more players at schools yeah. level than us. And that's why we need the academy more than them. But certainly, like, the budget for our academies was way above what they have. So, I mean, in terms of that, they were back in Carl. It just seemed to be this started to get in to a small bit of governance and, and the umbrella of the county board being in, in, I suppose, ultimate control of the academy. And there seemed to be a pushback on that. That would be my feeling of it. And, and I think, you know, as, as I stated in Cahar's thing, there, there's been a few classes last year in terms of what Cahar was looking for. And there, there was a few it kind of started to fracture a wee bit, but but I firmly believe that that article was the was the turning point. That article coming up the convention, um, the county board took real umbrage with it, um, and and that's what kind of pushed things into the into the the point of no return. Uh, once yeah. they took Carol in front in front and kind of, I don't know, do you call it a disciplinary meeting yeah. or? Kind of, more or less, more or less. Yeah, well, know, I, I whatever. I, I, and, and I think that that's what I think we wouldn't be talking about this if if they hadn't taken Carol in 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 front of the in front of the board. Um, I agree. I agree. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. And and for, for to go back to the to go back to the coaches now, I think that comes from such passion for what Carol had, and like they were all so behind Carol and. What was in place, and and they were all so enthusiastic, and then they were seen and as attacks. So I think that was just a form of form of loyalty. And um, you know, 
maybe it was the nuclear option to straight away press the button here. Maybe they could have played it and, you know, had this threat and try to get them sitting down talking and just to go straight to that. That's probably my own personal take on it um, because that's very, very strong words to say that you've you've lost governance governance and yeah. and your in your board and 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 the reason for that Eamon, again going back to the point is listen my my issue with here is that the the, the boys in the county board I know the county boards always kind of demonized a bit for whatever yeah. bloody reason nobody's ever happy with them it's like a freaking referee nearly but I mean you know those boys and I'm not saying they're perfect I'm not saying the whole county board's perfect but Jesus they're in there for the good a Donegal football. So I, I just don't understand how this would... It's as if I mean, it festered from something a bit silly. Uh, uh, and, and as I say, you know, um, in, in Cahar's article, and listen, Cahar contributes to the show. I think he's a brilliant journalist. He's one of the mm-hmm. best out there. But he himself said that, you know, obviously, he, he only could speak to people that, that were talking. They seemed to be all on Carol's side. And, and they talked about... And then he said that, that Carol had repeated that had this... Um, this reviews that no one from the the county board or executive turned up for, but like I did talk to the county board executive. So why why was this? And, and they said, well, that's the first they had heard of it when they read it in an article. So that's what bugged me a bit about this. Yeah. There, there, there seems to be a counter argument for some of the stuff that's in. And you know, in the article, well, it says that Carl looked for you know a, a, a proper, I suppose, specification, job specification. Now. The county board uh, officials have said to me that they requested contracts and that because they weren't in place. Uh, so, listen, there's one side saying he requested, then the other side saying they requested it. Yeah, so we, yeah. we have this we have this two sides, which didn't really come out in the article, and that's no fault of Gary because no one would talk to him. But I, mean, I think that the reason the county board didn't talk and aren't talking is because it'll only create more of a mess. And mm, that, I, this will just that. lead to, uh, I know, but in that vacuum of them not talking, they seem to have got a bit of an attack, which I think some of us warranted. I agree with you totally. The disciplinary thing, you don't bring up somebody like Carrie Lacey and, and try and, and, and give him a slap on the arse with a freaking Sally Rod. You don't do that, Eamon. That's not how Carrie Lacey works. And listen, no one's above, uh, you know, I suppose rules and regulations and that. But there's a way of handling that, Eamon. The obviously yeah. was badly, badly handled. Now, so was the initial article that came out and people shouldn't have been named and they were. So there was a wee bit of a mess there, which is bad in Donegal terms, but I agree totally uh, uh, with that. I'm just saying that certainly the things that I've seen in the article, I mean, you've talked about this, there seems to be a counter argument from the other side. And for me, why why do the county board not say their piece? You know, because like we all... If there's a vacuum, it's going to be filled, and one one side is getting information out. So I don't understand why the why 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 the silence. My understanding situation is that you know the academy reached out several times to try and get you know touch points, try and get information, and they they, they weren't uh, they weren't even reply, replied to now. So. That's that's my again. But again, that's but again, that's again Eamon, from one side now. Aye, like aye, but yeah. see, Eamon, let's just be devil's argument here. Forgetting about either sides, if if academy that we've poured a lot of time and and finances into the setup, why do you think? Now again, I'm not speaking for either side here. Why would we not uh, come back to them on on information? Why would the county board not give information? Which seems pretty straightforward. I mean, the whole thing just doesn't add up for me. That's why... Do, do, do you want my personal take on that? Go ahead, yeah. 
then again, this is personal take, is I felt that what he was asking for and the reason that he didn't get any correspondence is because these were things that were taking it up to a certain level, taking it to the level of elite or or, or whatever way you want to call it. And they, they were different. This changed things. So, you know, certain the county board just says, no, we'll stick to what, what we do and what we know, what we've always done. And... Yes. Uh, that, that's that's my. I could be a hundred miles off there, Brent, but that that's no, Damon, that, that's my taking it. And, and you have to remember, point, go back Damon, to your point too, it. is that we we both know the lads that are involved in the county board, and there's, you know, we'll talk to them. They're good, good people, like, and and that's the thing. And it that's what's difficult about us going out and saying this and standing with Carol and creating an us versus them. Like then the day we're all Donegal men, and we 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 all just want to to get on but like if you want to get to the next level you're going to have to make some people uncomfortable you're going to have to call some people out um, and that's and that's what it's ultimately but, but, all about but Eamon, listen just again on that right and yeah. I appreciate what you're saying but if we're going to get to the next level and we're all invested in Donegal then why does that need to happen surely if we've backed the money and backed the, the, the car to this point why then would we somehow then need to need to kind of, you know, some people need to realise what's happening. Surely everybody there is wants the best for our young fellas and wants the best for a county team. Do you know what I mean? Like that doesn't really, you know, why should we need to do that in our own house in terms of bringing us forward? And, and I know what you mean. The way the way I look at it is that just they weren't prepared in terms of that. that's not a slight against them. They just don't know they don't know what they don't know, and then you know they might have felt threatened by these by these new uh, measures Carol's bringing in, and that and this and this level, and you know it's easy to say right why they're just not getting bored with it, but like change is difficult. People fear change. People fear you know this level of investment. There's serious pressure on county boards throughout the country, and you know Donegal's no no different. And for them to get to that level, there was an investment required, and maybe that maybe that's what frightened them. Maybe says, well, you know, we're under a lot of pressure as it is, and you know, the academy's looking for X and Mountain is going to be a continuation every year. This is the, this is the budget, so maybe 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 they felt threatened. It's better just to stick to the stick to the road we know, and you know, we'll we'll win in All Ireland maybe every twenty years, or you know, we'll we'll we'll, com- we'll compete, we'll be competitive like for. Every every here and then, like, but for us that has, has have have been there and the good days and the and the, the bad days, you know, we came from being a laughing stock to having that brilliant decade last year. And we we just don't need to go back down and then come back. If we get things right, we can we can stay we can stay at that. Hmm. Even just I mean, we'll read up this subject at the minute. There's one other yeah. point I had to throw to you. Is this breakdown of communication that was happening? And as I say, because we're talking now, because a lot of it was 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 uh, uh, seemed to be from the county board side, the coaches that were involved there, the Carla taking on, the county board didn't know who they were, which means they didn't know if they were vetted or not. Now, they probably mostly are, but they don't know who they were because all that information was in the academy. There seemed to be a few things, and still that information isn't out, Damon, because at the last meeting there, I know one of the delegates, and I know him well, it's from a club not too far from here, asked, hmm. what, what was what was part of the problem here? 
And what about the coaches coming back? And the reply from the top table was, we still don't know who these coaches are because it's in a laptop in an office. So, you know, you, that, them kinds of issues, I mean, can't happen in the modern game where, say, the, 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 the head of the head of our, our, our setup don't know the coaches that's out there, then therefore they don't know that, that are they vetted or not. So, you know, that, that was a major issue which was rumbling in the middle of this uh, situation as well. No, I, I, and I have to agree with you there. I, I don't think that's. I don't know. Is that on the academy or is, is that on the is that on the county board? Um, who 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 that's on? But definitely, we can't have a situation where our county board don't know who's coaching team team X or team Y. Um, it, everything has to be known, and it should be out there. And I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if if that information was really, really hard to come by. Yeah, well, it's in a laptop somewhere. That was that was the answer from the last night. I, mean, I had so I, I spoke to the delegate that asked the question, and that's the reply. But as yet, that information's not out there. I mean, I just hope now, listen, if we look to the future, and listen, I mean, you're up coaching now, you know, you're, you want what's best, and fair play to you for, for coming out and admitting it, because that's, you know, some people are kind of, Always kind of shying away from it, you know. You're invested in Donegal. I even see you down there with, with the wee underage coaching there with your kids at, at, at the aura that, that the Unions Club set up, which which was open to everybody. And you're there coaching our twenties as well. Um, you're still playing with with uh, with Gidor this season. You'll be the the, the bomber listing there on side again, yeah. Ah, well, well, that's the plan now. I think it, it gets harder. Um, I, I'm I'm not going to commit to the club until after the twenties, but. It gets harder and harder to get the, <laughs> the to, to get the body right oh, to yeah, get yeah. it to the to the level. So we'll see. We'll get uh, keep ticking away in the gym and keep right. uh, doing a bit of doing a bit of work on, on running and see where, where where it takes me now. But the club game, like you know yourself, it's gone it's gone to a ridiculous level. I remember yeah. at a stage was it last year, or the year before, where you know I wasn't able to push off the average club player. Where you know. Five six years ago, no bother at all. You would you would have held it with the best now. But these boys are conditioned now to yes. as good as a lot of as a lot of county players, and it's mm. it's a different ball. You don't just land in the club game at senior level anyway. You don't just mm-hmm. land and go down go down for a kickabout. But the plan is to get back and just much about to the edge of the square there, um, and just tell the boys to kick her in. <laughs> and even tell me this now, just for the future of this, if we could get like a, 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 a an ex-player on or a very experienced person, can we just take up the reins kind of from what we had started to put in place? Like, as I mean, all is not lost in terms of 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 getting the academy back up and running yet. If we could get a good appointment now, we could salvage what had happened so far and the work that Karen and the and the coaches had done and, and get back on the front foot again. I, I think that's what eventually will have to come and hopefully the lessons. I think this is the reason why we're making so much noise about it is that the lessons have to be learned and we have to realise that, you know, what we did before is just not, not good enough. We have to stick to this and eventually we'll have to get back in the horse here. Um, the Donegal jail have to get up get up and running because it was here long before Kiara Lacey or Aidan McGee and, you know, it'll be here long, long uh Long after us now, so it'll it'll get up and definitely there's there's stuff there within Carroll's Academy or don't like calling it Carroll's Academy now, but what what he what he put in place in the academy and there were stuff there were stuff in place and we definitely need to learn from it and and maybe stay true to it and 
um, try and take get 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 someone and get someone involved and and keep pushing it on. Mm. Listen, man, it's just I hope uh, Donegal football still gets Carlisi back in there somewhere because you know his talent and his ability, his his qualifications for being in coaching roles and that sure everything. I, I think the, the word's so good in Carol as 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 a coach. Uh, I was listening to Martin Q. He was do, he was doing a podcast there uh, last year, and he was asked to name you know his his, his best coaches that he'd ever worked with, and mm. he named two coaches, and then and Mark's you know. Been about, he's he's seen a lot, and Carol Lacey was was one of them was one of them coaches. So yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. We, we need we need to get him we need to get him get him back involved. Um, and you know, there's there's plenty of other good coaches in, in Donegal. That's the thing we're we're producing a lot of good coaches there at at, yeah. at, at the minute. So just because you know people kind of get get lost with the 2012 thing or you know the the 92 it does help it helps get you in the door but if if you're not a good coach you know the the boys that are going now will will quickly snuff you out and you know there's there's a lot of good coaches that have never kicked the ball or never been part of a county team and we we have to you know get get keep them involved too yeah, 100%. I mean, just where you go, I just want to mention, obviously, coaching and coaching. It's difficult at the minute. We're staring a possible relegation in the face. I've just wondered about your thoughts. Eamon, we've been in a few relegation scraps in our time in mm-hmm. Donegal. It's tough when, you know, the amount of dressings you've been in where you're, where you're up against it. Uh, Mayo coming up at the weekend, of course, it's at home at the Fortress. You know, it's do or die uh, stuff for us, but it's been a difficult season for, for Donegal so far. It, it it has it has, but there's been there's been bright points in it in terms of some of the performances. To stay up is not beyond the realm of possibility. Um, I, th- I think that there's enough quality about that dressing room um, that they can push this push to stay up. And it's it's just learning. It's just learning. I don't think it would be the end of the world for for the group to to go down because you'd hope that they would, you know, get Paddy back. Have another year. Them younger boys have. will have another year development, and and you know hopefully get back into Division One if they go down. But there's there's still a lot of quality in in that in that squad. You know I, I think you have the likes of Langan, Jamie Brennan, you know, Kieran Thompson's to come back. Ryan McHugh. Oh, we we still on. we still have enough to stay to stay up in Division One, and um, it's just all about learning. It's it's all right losing, and then. You, you've got to keep learning in, 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 in every game, and I kind of see that there's there's bits that they are taking on board and they're, they're progressing. So it hasn't all been doom and gloom, no. Yeah, listen, Eamon, and listen on behalf of the county, keep up the the work with under twenties there. Much appreciated, lad. I wish you the best, the best going into the championship now yourself, uh, Leo. Cheers to me, and uh, thanks for having me on there. Not at all, Eamon. Great, great to have you, lad. Much appreciated. Thank yeah. you. Yes, indeed, Eamon McGee there. Uh, I want to thank him very much for coming on because it's a kind of subject people might want to avoid, but Eamon has to express his views on it and we're delighted to get them from him. I guess, just listen, folks, really want to put this subject to bed. I was just thinking, you know, as Eamon was talking there about, you know, the the setup, you know, was financially backed. Uh, brilliant plan from Carl. Proper governance was needed. There was a pushback from the academy. It falls apart. Listen, that's the way it is, folks. I'd like to make your own minds up on that. Um, I'm really interested to get the views of our new chairman, Fergus McGee. Um, obviously, at the minute, they're avoiding 
they, they listen talking in the media because they want to get this situation put to bed and have the new academy up and running and I'm very interested to get his views on what he sees his future uh, lies and what he sees is best for Donegal GA now um, Fergus a great GA man of, of course and delighted to see him get the chair um, I was just thinking back to my own time you know the, the changes you know sometimes we've got to maybe reflect to look at how far we've come and, and people are of course annoyed about the, the academy falling apart but listen it will get up and running but you know when I started playing with Donegal up in Drumbo on an old muddy pitch you know un, uh, you know, unsold pitch which fell apart very quickly with the multiple teams training up in it to, to the centre of excellence that we have built today I mean it's been a phenomenal time and, and Donegal I means huge huge effort has gone in from everybody involved so listen we are making strides we're in a bit of a tough area now so listen we're just hoping we can get the right appointment now get things uh, back up and running now after the break here we're going to talk to the victorious ATU manager Barney Kern. Yes, welcome back, welcome back. I say there was a, a victory at the weekend for our ATU ladies in the Lynch Cup. A lovely picture of Julie Trudy lifting the Lynch Cup uh, and returning back to Litter Kenny with it. Their boss, of course, is is the one and only Barney Kearney joins us now. Barney, how are you? Yes, Brendan, how's things? Not too bad, my man. Huge weekend. Aye, oh, big weekend. A big weekend. Um... Friday, Saturday, and we come up the road on Saturday evening. Uh, we all headed down on Friday morning, and uh, thanks be to God, we come up the road with a bit of silverware now. Thanks be to God. Fair play to you, Barney. Fair play to you. You were saying your prayers then, but the amount of times you're saying God there. So <laughs> if you come on side, you're not too bad. Hey? Uh, Barney, <laughs> ju- <laughs> just about the um, the season, uh, Barney, you've been working a, c- a couple of seasons with with the girls. Obviously, at the weekend, those two games, you beat the ECU and then UCC in the final. But, Bernie, the season, of course, this is just the, the final two games. Massive work uh, put in um, by yourself and Nadine Freed was helping you, Sylvester Maguire. And, and, and at the end, of course, you, you won the competition. Must have been very pleasing. But just the work that went into the season, uh, Bernie. Yeah, we met them. We went in the first week and uh, we met... <laughs> Well, starters, we lost a lot of players last year. Uh, more or less, there were five or six, and they were all in the, uh, the Donegal setup. Uh, Brendan, they were strong, physical, good uh, players, you know. So, uh, going into this year, I didn't really know what was what was ahead of us. Michael rang me and to see would I be interested in uh, taking the job. And that says, is, well, you can't say no to Michael Murphy, you know. <laughs> so, I said, hi, no bother. And we, we met them. We didn't know really what was going to be ahead of us we had something like uh, maybe 30 odd at the I think it was 33 at the first uh, kind of a trial uh, way back in October and we were getting ready for the Quail Cup it's uh, kind of the league and uh, we got the panel we carried everybody for most of the year like you're going to lose uh, players replacements and different things but we worked hard now we had uh, uh, Paul Fisher's at the ATU there and he's He's heavily involved in getting all the athletes uh, strength and conditioning programs. So we went every Monday night as a unit, as a team, into the high-performance gym in there. And uh, we had, I would say, we had no less than 16, 17 every night. And the girls really, really bought into that. You know, it was as much as injury uh, prevention as uh, strength and conditioning, you know. And uh, and we'd go to the pitch every Thursday. Or, or, sorry, every Wednesday. Every Wednesday we'd be in the pitch if we weren't playing. 
So I know, and we worked hard. Hey, now there was two or three of the girls on county panels as well, and some of them still involved in the club. And you didn't have them all for the Quail Cup, so you needed to carry the panel of 32, 33, you know. And um, but then uh, after Christmas, then it was uh, well. Sorry, no, we won that anyway, and the girls worked uh, again. We had a good uh, a good springboard for um, after going into the championship. But then we were missing three or four players in replacement, you know, and a lot of our girls are nurses or it's not just a matter where you can ring up and take tomorrow off, you know. So we were missing three or four as well that probably should have been there for the uh, uh, for the final again. But that's uh, the way the poly system works, you know, when you're out on your placement, you're out in your placement. Just. Yeah. And Barney, the, the footballing philosophy here, we, we like to have a, an attack mind nature, uh, certainly in the... In the semi-final, hitting four eighteen, um, you're, uh, you're 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 you weren't copying the the old counter attack completely, were you? It was a attack first. Tell me, it was attack first. Yeah, that's the big thing of Michael's. Is, is you know a lot of these players are in clubs and maybe county teams, and they're all playing in structures and they're all playing in setups. And uh, you know, as you know yourself at the minute, it's it's a lot of defensive stock teams are. The teams are trying to uh, are starting to kick it more now, but it's mainly all defensive stuff. And uh, the main thing was get the girls out, get them playing attacking football. A kind of uh, old school uh, Brendan go one v one and one year patching. We'll take it from there. Was what we were looking to do, you know. And then when we got the ball, we were to break and a fives and sixes, you know, instead of ones and twos. So you were kind of moving up the pitch like a. As I say, like an army, like an army uh, uh, battalion. You know what I mean? Yes. So I just move the ball early. I get the ball into the forwards and let them do the work. Yeah, yeah. That's a it's a simple philosophy. It's uh, a simple game. It's the likes of us. It's the likes of us to try and complicate it yeah, at times. You that's, know, that's the one, Barney. We we know there's a there's a serious discussion behind that. Barney, tell me. Um, the actual weekend itself, you know, you hear a lot of stuff about the way the, the, the main Seagerson used to be, the actual buzz around the weekend and, you've, you know, you've so many different people from different places meeting up in that and the, the, I suppose that kind of, uh, uh, with that sporting element and, and everybody coming with a bit of passion for football, was there a special uh, buzz down about the uh, the Connick Centre of Excellence? Uh, as soon as you pull in the gate, like, you see all the people, all the buses, you see all the games on, you know, it was a great out. But well, when we got on the bus in the morning, and the girls were buzzing, I had all porridge pots for them, and we had a bit of breakfast heading down the road, and then we stopped them for another bite. Our game was meant to be at half twelve, but because of the weather conditions, it was moved to three. So it suited us better because we could get to the hotel. And we booked the hotel, and we got all the rooms sorted, and the girls all settled and relaxed with their bags and stuff. And, and we headed for the dome then about a half one or so, and and we went and. Uh, very well organised, you know. Uh, they had all the dressing rooms, and you were assigned somebody within. And when you were in the gate, and they looked after you for the couple of days, and any questions you go to them, and no request was too small, and they all was sorted everything. And uh, so we done then, and then you got a warm up area for about a half an hour, and then you were brought onto the pitch then, and uh, they had the refs and the linemen and the umpires. Very well done, very well run. Uh, it was the ATUs that they uh, hosted the whole thing, so you know it was nice for us uh, to, uh, to be in the final, us uh, being in ATU and everything. And you're meeting there, you're meeting loads of different people from different counties that you've met uh, out in the road with county and uh, different colleges. Met some of the northern boys, like 
uh, uh, we challenge and the and the and the singers and they're involved in ladies and that's uh, good. You know yourself when you get uh, down to them uh, weekends, you're you're hearing old stories and uh, chatting to boys. We had Sylvie Maguire with us and. And there's no man better for those stories than Sylvester, you know. As Brian like, McEnup called him the silver man. The good, the good old days, boy. Yeah, there, there's good yep. stories there. Uh, Barney, were you, were you um, able to see? Sorry, firstly, I rang you as you were going out for your warm up. My apologies. I thought you had played at that stage. You see, fair play to you. Uh-huh. Answered the phone. I thought I was wondering. I just, I just made the final. Barney, listen. You, you obviously had big victory. Was, was, was the other teams watching you in that semi? You know, you put up a huge score. Uh, leading into that final, were you able to watch UCC and vice versa? Well, you see, before the games were changed, uh, before the times were changed, we would have got to see UCC's uh, second half. Uh, but uh, when the times changed, they put the two teams on together and they were right beside each other. So the two games were on at the one time and uh, I was kind of focused on what we were at, so I didn't get to see much you haven't, you haven't got a spy which, making notes then, no, across No, the... no, which is sometimes, you know, sometimes it's not bad yeah. not knowing what's ahead of you yes. instead of maybe overanalyzing such at times and it was probably better that some of the girls didn't see who they were up against and different things. So it was, uh, we played DCU and we kind of played them, if, uh, uh, we beat them by a point earlier in the year in the Quail Cup. And uh, we knew they were going to come with a couple of more uh, more players because they've got a serious pick, you know. As I was saying to somebody, I think there was uh, 260 out of them at a trial. We had 22 of the panel with us. Yes. And, you know, so so we went down there and it was neck and neck up to half time. And we got them in and we reset and we just went toe-to-toe with them in and we got a, a fantastic start. Uh, Kieran McGarvey won the ball after the throw-in and down the barrel of gun and stuck it into the net you know and then it was just a springboard after that day and we got a point after point and and defended really well like everybody's on about the attack and some of the scores we put up our defence Brendan for the two days was was yeah but you could see that Barney, you know, in, the, in, in, in the final mention, you know? oh, listen you could see that I mean 1-7 only could see that in the final it was 4-3 at half time a much more tense game uh Bernie, but listen, the confidence was there and and, and you just, uh, come out with a four-point victory in the end. Oh, definitely. Now, it was the first time all year we were done at half-time and we were a point up. So as his girls, this is new territory for us. But we've been a second-half team all year. Like, we played St. Mary's in the quarter-final up here and we played a whole second half and St. Day and into extra time and Mary's only scored uh, two points, you know. We're slow out of the box for whatever reason. I just could never put my finger on it. But our second half performances are 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 just outstanding, you know. Yeah. Uh, the, I've got a serious group of that character. Uh, they're work great. Uh, they play for each other. You know, I kept telling them this is the, you know, this is the wee parish against the against the big town team, you know. And uh, they were kind of buying into a lot of that stuff and. That's all down and stuff coming. That's all down and stuff coming out there, Barney. <laughs> Barney, listen, I just want to say mighty, mighty stuff to you. Hey, listen, we're out of time here, Barney. Thanks so much for wrapping that Lovely up. Well done. Them. Fair play to you in the backroom team and all the girls there. Uh, thanks very much for wrapping that up this evening and taking that cup back, Barney. Well done. All right, thanks, my friend. Thank you. That was great, folks. That's the DL debate wrapped up for another night. I want to thank everyone who contributed, Joe Dex, for producing. And stay tuned for, of course, Jimmy and Paul coming on for the excellent Monday night sex sessions. I'll speak to you all next week.